You are listening to the You Are Techie Podcast, episode number 176. Welcome to the You Are Techie Podcast, where it's all about growing in your techiness so you can find the tech job of your dreams. And now your host, technology learning coach, Ellen Toomey. So what I want to talk to you about today is from Brene Brown's Dare to Lead. There are a couple of concepts, but the theme is courage is contagious. And so what Brene says is courage is contagious. To scale daring leadership and build courageous teams and organizations, we have to cultivate a culture in which brave work, tough conversations, and whole hearts are the expectation. And armor is not necessary or rewarded. So if you have never been exposed to Brene's work, she talks a lot about armor. And it's fantastic the way that she does this because many of us were raised with this concept of like professionals. That was the way I, it was taught to me. You may have had something similar, but a different word. And the concept of armor and professional, well, you should be professional, right? That's good. Unless it extends to this point where you have armor and you can't be your true self at work. Now, this is where it gets tricky because, so one of my children, I won't say who, has a coach. And what I'm about to share with you might sound awful and terrible and like the worst thing ever. Actually, there have been two coaches this year, but they use this be authentic in the wrong way. It's just how I feel. So some of the comments are, you guys are no good at shooting with terrible shooters. So that would obviously be basketball. And then another one is like, you guys are just wimpy. You you have no heart. So I'm just telling it like it is. That, those, that's the language. Now you might say, oh my gosh, those coaches are horrible. And actually they're not. Actually, they've done a lot of great things. And many people say unhelpful things. And if you grow up in sports, so... I think this is going to be next on my list, but Lewis Howes wrote a book called Mask of Masculinity. Um, and I need to read that. And I know you might be thinking, wow, mom of five, why do you get to read Mask of Masculinity? But in sports, what they do is they teach you to put on this armor, just be tougher, you can just cut through it. And so I, I was incorrectly taught a lot of like push through the pain techniques as opposed to let's check in, let's see what's actually true and let's move forward. And so what Brene is describing here is how you can be authentic and you can be your true self and you don't have to be a jerk. Like there's never a good reason to say to children, you are terrible at shooting. First of all, that would be the coach's job to improve their shooting. And that would be the coach's job to encourage them on how to shoot well. And we're also talking about inexperienced people. So you are not a good shooter. It's a definitive statement about who they are when they haven't even been given the opportunity to grow and change. And so when we say you are this, and this is why I resist so much at the word smart. And so people will say like, oh, your kids are smart. And I hate that. And you might think, why would you hate that? Because, um, and this is where my little, my 10 year old is just such a genius. I think children are brilliant. I think not just mine, all of them. They say things that we don't understand. And he said, smart is not something you are, it's something you become. So when I was like trying to explain this concept with Carol Dweck, and I haven't learned that yet, smart is not something you are, it's something you become. So you can be smart today, but if you 
stop educating yourself and you stop growing, then you probably will be smart tomorrow. It's not, it's something that can change and grow. And a lot of times we look at like, what am I a good student? Even if we're like in our forties or fifties or whatever, we look, Oh, but I, they, I wasn't really good at school. Well, there's so many reasons for that. And I, I've spent a ton of time thinking about this because science was never really my favorite subject. But then when I had a good teacher, I happened to like anatomy and physiology and later I loved physics. And so was it more about the subject or was it more about the teacher? And, you know, we get these things in our head, like we think we are a certain way, but it's not really true. So it, it requires courage to step into something new, to become something different than we are today. And we talk a lot about um, getting hired in tech as a goal, but really even just learning a tech skill, being someone who's confident in speaking tech or being seen as someone who's techie. And I can tell you from experience that I have, and I've talked about this a little bit, like that when I associate myself with tech, many times people will say things to me and assume that I understand because that's their interpretation. And, you know, sometimes I correct them, sometimes I don't. But I have very, I have had insecurities in the past when I didn't know every single thing in tech, but I don't have those anymore. I don't know why, probably mindset work, but I don't care. If somebody tells me something about tech and I don't know, I just say, tell me more. Actually, that's not how I experience it. I would love to hear more about that. Um, but I but I want to talk about courage is contagious in terms of you and your work efforts, efforts, right? So you guys all give great effort. But what I want to share with you is that over the years, I have had many students who talk to me about how they want this ideal manager and this ideal team, and they're going to help them and walk them through and really help them to build their UX skills. And What's challenging for me as your coach is that I want you to create an ideal dream job. I want you to focus on what exactly your dream job is going to be and how how everything is going to be amazing. But I think that it is wrong. I think that it is inaccurate to think that you can go to a place of work and everything that you need to support your learning is encapsulated in there. And the reason that you think that you even choose to think that thought is because you're doing so many other things that are overwhelming, that are like that end of the rainbow needs to feel really perfect. But I can tell you that when you get there, even though your dream job is amazing, I still strongly recommend a beautiful, brilliant network, a beautiful, brilliant community of mentors and peers and mentees who are helping you to grow and stretch you that are outside of your organization. I still recommend that you go to meetups and learn even more as you cross that getting hired threshold. And so many of you are nervous when you enter the workforce that the UX team isn't welcoming you. And the way that this usually works is there are two options. One, there's a big company and they have an open spot and they have someone ready to train you and they will pull you. And some of you are going, I love it. It's perfect. But I can also tell you that companies like Cisco and Microsoft and Fortune 100, Fortune 500 companies they have the pleasure of getting someone who is experienced. So many of you, while you may end up at one of those companies, you need to do a stint somewhere else. And that could be freelance, a nonprofit. You may need to do something from an organization that has a greater need than a Fortune 100. You may not have the support that you need in the organization. They're hoping that you can solve their challenge their development challenge, their UX challenge. And you might be thinking, but I don't have all the answers. And so I 
can confidently tell you that when you get into the workforce, one of the things you might have to do is say, I don't know this. I can try to figure it out. I think it's going to take me a while, but maybe a better solution is to bring someone in who can solve this for us immediately. And that is the job, especially as a developer, that's going to be a piece of it. Like that if they, if you're with a nonprofit or you're with a growing startup or you're with some, someone who doesn't have the budget for all the components of it, if they make any comment to you about budgetary restrictions and technology, then you have to understand that you, you may have to hire a contractor or a firm, an agency, they call them. You may have to bring in an agency just to fill in that gap. And while an agency can be like Fugitive is an agency, it can be pricier than a person. It's for a short amount of time. And so that's why people do that. And so keep in mind that if you're going into your work and you're thinking, I need to know everything, then that is going to be a very challenging place for you to come from that comes from your work. Okay. Also, courage is contagious. So what we're really asking you to do is to step into this role and then what? Know nothing? Be not unprepared? Wrong. Wrong. That's why I designed the program the way that I did. You do two projects. So you've faced some of these hills. You've faced some of these battles. It's been painful. It's hurt you. It's been hard. And you go through it. That is courage. Okay. I want to tell you a quick story. One of the voices I'm listening to and mentors that I've had and friend Willie that I've had for quite a long time happens to be an amazing entrepreneur in the triangle where Raleigh Durham area, if you don't know, North Carolina, he was an early sponsor of the podcast because he's just an amazing guy. So Spiffy is his company. I love Spiffy. I'm a customer. I love them. This is going to sound like an infomercial, but it's not. Um, So Spiffy is on-demand car care. So they'll come to your house and do oil changes. He just raised, wait for it, $30 million, okay? $30 million. It's hard to really think anything other than that's an amazing amount of money, right? But I want to share with you something that Scott, his name is Scott, um, shared with me in a coffee shop a long time ago as I was building your techie, which in reality, like if you look at it, you know, he's building a $30 million business. Your techie is nowhere near that. It's, It's very small compared but he, I, I went out to coffee with him. Like, was I allowed to do that? Was I, why would he share that with me? Why would he help me? Just think of that mismatch. But I had the courage to go. Okay, that's great. Have the courage to go. You can talk to whoever you want. So the reason I share that with you is actually not my courage. It's, it's Scott's courage. So in that meeting, he's like, I've already built a $10 million business. And if these numbers are sounding crazy to you, they used to sound crazy to me too. But now that I'm around venture all the time, they just sound normal. A $10 million business is like a good size it's like a nice small business. It's not a big business. He's like, okay, I've done 10. He's done more. He's like, I'm not that interested. I want to grow a billion dollar business, a $1 billion business. And I remember I was like, okay, how are you going to do that? He's like, well, I don't know, but I'm, that's what I want to do. And then he kind of walked me through some of his logic. But the point is that that stuck with me. And I remember that. And today when it was announced that he raised $30 million, I was like, oh, He's really doing it because 30 million to a billion is not really that. Now it's starting to sound pretty close. I mean, there's a gap there, but he's already got from zero to 30 million. Okay. Why wouldn't I think that he could get to the billion? And in a a business, you don't have to get to that size. You can, it's like some multiple, they multiply your business. um, And that's the value of your business because there's growth potential, right? So businesses have growth potential. 
So the reason that I share all this with you is like, I feel inspired by Scott's story. I feel inspired by him saying 1 billion. Like all he did was say it. Think about it. All he did is say it. But then he showed up and, and now he's, and he's doing it. And I think that's really what we're afraid of. It's like, we're afraid that if we say, I'm going to get a job, and I'm going to be amazing. And then we're not. That's it. Then what? Let me tell you what. If you get hired, you get hired in tech or you start your tech company or you learn something and you put it down there and then you fail. You get up, you dust yourself off, and then you try again. And you just keep trying. Even if you get a job and then you get fired. Even if you get a job and you hate it, you just keep going. And so part of what's happening is that when you, so this like kind of take this back to this, I want a manager and this amazing team and this, keep in mind that you are the solution to someone else's problem. You bring the value that they are going to need to help support them. How can you help them? And then in your language, in your speech, in your living out of this goal, you are showing up with courage. And that courage is contagious. And so you don't have to build a billion-dollar company. But you can say, I'm getting hired in tech, and then you start doing it. And then you get knocked down, and then we pick you up, and then you do it again. And then it's never a straight line. And then someone's going to tell you you can't do it. You're going to feel embarrassed or Brene would say shame. You're going to feel shame along the way, like you're a fraud or you're an imposter. And you just say, oh, okay, I don't know that. Let me go learn that. Let me go spend my time in that space, learning that skill that makes me feel like I don't know it very well. I'll give you a great example of this and then I'll wrap it up. So the great example is UI. And we just had a new student say this. We've had other students. It's like they go through the UX process and they understand, but they don't quite feel like they have their UI skills. And I will tell you that that is very normal and very natural. And until you spend detailed amounts of time on that thing, that UI, unless you've been an interior designer or a graphic designer, or like you've developed marketing assets, unless you've been in that space of UI, you probably just haven't had enough time on the UI. And so that can feel like it doesn't quite look right. You look at your designs, you're like, it doesn't quite look right unless I use a template. And then I, if I want to change it, I don't quite get it. In that UI, what you want to look at is, okay, this is a skill I need to learn. Okay. How can I best learn it? Well, I can tell you right now, it's going to be not from starting a new project, from going back to your old project and going into those more. Because starting new means you got to add all these things. Don't add anything new. Now you might need another course. You can buy a book. You can just spend time and reading blogs on the internet. But the point is that you're spending time on this one skill. And what you're going to learn is, oh, people aren't born with UI skills. They develop them from spending time and space in that area. And so when I say courage is contagious and you feel like you aren't going to live up to it or you're an imposter, really what's happening is your brain is like, we actually need more time on this thing. And that's okay. That's okay that we need more time on this one space. So my friends, be courageous. That courage that you have to say, I'm going to get hired in tech, even if it's just at a bank. Right. I actually love fintech. I love finance and the technology around finance. I think it's important. I think it matters. And that doesn't mean that a nonprofit isn't important, but it also doesn't mean that I'm not doing good in the world because I'm working in finance. You can do good in the world in that space. 
just you being in technology is an inspiration to other people and is doing good in our world because you are creating a voice for the people who currently do not have a voice and you are one of those people. And then when you meet people on the street and they say, oh, what do you do? And you say, I'm a UX designer. I'm a developer. Oh, I'm not techie. Well, then you send them to the podcast. <laughs> but my point is that you are an inspiration by living your life courageously because courage is contagious. Thank you, my friend. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to sign up for the UR Techie email list. Imagine being in the tech job of your dreams. Join me to get the strategies training and never-ending support to get hired. Sign up at URTechie.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I'll see you next time.